Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. I'm Daryl Leonard. I'm speaking with Sergeant Justin Capel. He is the events coordinator for Fort Hood Family and MWR. That is me. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. You have a big event coming up next month, the Festival of the Arts. Tell me about that. Well, what it is, is, you know, Soldier Show is just here. And a lot of people are like, hey, Sergeant Capel, how can I get into Soldier Show? Well, there's two ways. One, you could have auditioned at the show afterwards, like we had probably about 10 people overall at three shows. Mm -hmm. Other way is what we have coming up. It's called the Festival of the Arts, or here at Fort Hood, we're calling it Fort Hood Search for the Lone Star. And what it is, is people come in, they sing, they dance, they juggle, they crack a joke read a poem, whatever, in front of our guest judges, which I think you're going to be a part of, aren't you? Yeah, I think we may have something to do with this. I, I Me and my, my colleagues. The whole crew, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we're going to try to come over there because we are good judges of talent. Well, I would hope so. The well, fact. not really talent. <laughs> I mean, you know. No, but uh, people come out and show us what they got. Right. And they have a chance to win first, second, or third here locally. But if they win first, they move on to other garrisons and compete with them. And the overall winners get a chance to go into Army Entertainment and that soldier show, all sorts of things. Festival of the Arts has been running for a few years now. It just hasn't been as big, I don't think, because we have things like Operation Rising Star as right. well. So, I remember that from uh, last year. And that's mm -hmm. that's a yearly thing as well. And that's another thing. When you win Operation Rising Star, you go into Army Entertainment as well. And we actually have one of the Army Entertainment guys, Mr. Joe Lavelle, coming to be the final judge on the night of the 19th for the finals. He will pick the person and say, okay, you're going to come with me and compete against everybody else, and we'll go from there. For the prelims, we're going to take five good acts from each time, and we'll tell them, okay, come back at this date and this time, which will be August the 18th, we're going to practice. And that's everybody that's been selected. Now, people can come to each prelim and cheer on their friends, family, or, or just watch. I mean, we want people to come and support the arts. That's what it's for, Festival of the Arts. Now, what does it take? Is it only for family members, kids? No, it's spouses uh, who? Any authorized MWR patron. I mean, anybody that owns an ID card from the military, Department of Army civilians, retirees, soldiers, families, anybody. And we're going to go as low as five years old because, you know, wow. the, the little kids got talent too. That is true. My son break dances all the time to Michael Jackson and stuff like that. So, Oh, really? I'm trying to convince him. Work him? Sure. Does yeah. he have the glove? He has the glitter glove. <laughs> we, we bought the, the video game. He's got a Halloween costume, so he gets kind of shy around people, but after that, you know, he just breaks it down. So Now, August 4th is the next prelim. What about fans who just want to come and cheer folks on? Will oh, they yeah, be yeah. allowed? The first one, or August 4th, is going to be at Club Hood. Come and grab a drink or two, hang out, watch people sing and dance, cheer them on. Obviously, you know, it's, it's a fun environment. We're going to have kids there, so we're trying to encourage people to involve themselves as much as possible. Do you need any volunteers? You know, at this point... I don't want to say no because we always need people to help out with things. So I can leave my office number or I can say it on here. And if they were be interested, then, yeah, I mean, cast and crew, anybody, it doesn't matter. Spotlight. I mean, I'm going to need a spotlight operator. I know off the top of the head. So otherwise, I'll be sitting up there messing it all up. Whoever wants to come and help, please come and help. All right. Since this is about to take place, give everybody, first of all, where it's going to be and then how they can get involved. OK. Whether they want to participate as one of the acts or as a helper. Sure. August 4th is the prelim and that will be at Club Hood. 
inside the ballroom right after the Hood Howdy. We're going to tear down the Hood Howdy and then go straight into Festival of the Arts. The show is going to start around 1800 and it'll run till about 2030. We hope to give each person three to five minutes doing whatever it is that they want to do. Again, we need to make sure we keep it clean and if you want to participate as a helper, you can show up that day as well. We also have links on the MWR website for Fort Hood. We have sign-up sheets in the office at the Phantom Warrior Center located in the backbone. Or also, like I said, just show up the day of. And even the night of finals practice on the 18th, they can do it as well and say, hey, I want to help. All right, Sergeant Justin Capel, the Special Events Coordinator for Fort Hood's family and MWR. I want to thank you for stopping by. Oh, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm Daryl Leonard. Fort Hood Spotlight. Howdy! That kind of welcome is just what you'll get at Club Hood on August 4th. It's another Hood Howdy. Newcomers stop on by and discover why Fort Hood is the great place. Folks from the local community will be here to let you know what's going on and how you can be a part of it. And if you're looking for work, we're going to have a mini job fair too. Hood Howdy is family friendly with food, games, and door prizes. Hood Howdy at Club Hood. August 4th from 10 a.m. to 2. It's open to the public. Julia Connor here, and with me in the studio, two very important people from Darnall Medical Center. I have Anita Paniagua, who's a trauma nurse coordinator, and Beverly Fulton, who's a trauma registrar. Thank you all very much for being with us. Now, you're here because we've got a very important topic to talk about, especially during the summer months, and that is leaving children in hot cars. Anita, tell us why is it so dangerous for the child in such a short period of time? Well, because we know that uh, temperatures rise quickly in vehicles, especially in the heat. Even when the windows are ajar, it can heat up very quickly and, and cause very serious injuries. And the child is much smaller than us, and their body seems to heat up more quickly than adults, right? Right. Uh, their um, auto regulatory system is not as mature as an adult so that they can heat up three to five times faster than an adult. Even in a 10-minute period, the temperature can rise 10 to 20 degrees. And even after an hour, it can rise 40 to 45 degrees higher. So if, it, if the temperature is maybe 80 outside, it could rise to 130 inside the vehicle within 10 to 20 minutes. So what can happen to that child in that short period of time? child can become overheated, they can become dizzy, disoriented, they can hallucinate, become confused, sluggish, they can experience seizure activity, they become flushed, they can't sweat anymore, and they can lose consciousness and actually go into a cardiac arrest. And how long would this take? This could take anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. Once the child's temperature rises over 107 degrees, the body shuts down and then the, the cells start to deteriorate. And that can easily happen in a car when it's 80 degrees outside. Absolutely. Anytime you see a child in a car locked, even if the windows are just ajar a little bit still, you need to call 911 immediately. Now, Beverly, most often when a child is left in the car, it's an accident. What can be done so that we can remember that we have a child in the backseat? We can always try and place the cell phone, your, your purse, briefcase, gym bag, something that's going to trigger you to go to the back seat or look in the back seat. Also something you can do when you actually get to work, set your BlackBerry as a reminder that you have dropped your child off at daycare or set your computer calendar, such as your Outlook, to send you a message uh, reminding you, hey, have you dropped your kid off at daycare today? Also as another reminder, um, you can also ask the daycare to give you a call if you haven't shown up with your child by a certain length of time. And we've got to remember also that children can get into those cars by themselves if we don't watch them. 
Absolutely. Uh, we encourage parents to teach their children not to play around the vehicles, that it, again, it's not a playground area, uh, and also not to leave your keys uh, where the child can get a hold of those keys and go into the vehicle. Mm-hmm. If your child goes missing, one of the first places you need to go check is your car and the trunk of your car to make sure the child is not in that. Good idea. Now, where can we get some more information about the subject? You can find a lot of information on safekids.org. It's a very valuable website and provides a lot of information. I want to thank you both for being with me today. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. We appreciate it. I've been talking with Anita Paniagua and Beverly Fulton from Darnall. If you need some more information, just go to safekids.org. I'm Julia Connor. The Fort Hood Recycle Program is looking for new ideas. Let them know if you have an idea to give soldiers, their families, and the Fort Hood community an incentive to recycle. Keep Fort Hood beautiful and take part in this great fundraising opportunity for soldiers, family readiness groups, and schools. Email your ideas to jc.turnquist at us.army.mil. That's jc.turnquist at us.army.mil. Reuse, reduce, recycle with the Fort Hood Recycling Program. Got talent? Want to show it off? The Festival of the Arts needs you. Register at the FMWR Special Events Office inside the Phantom Warrior Center. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here and with me in the studio, Dr. Daniel Taylor from the University of North Texas. He's an associate professor of psychology and he is here to tell us about his part in the Strong Star Consortium. Thank you so much for being with us. All right. Now, the first thing that we need to uh, tell people about is what the Strong Star Consortium is. So Strong Star is a multidisciplinary and multi-institutional research consortium funded by the U.S. Department of Defense Psychological Health and Traumatic Brain Injury Research Program. It's designed to develop and evaluate the most effective early interventions possible for the detection, prevention, and treatment of psychological health and traumatic brain injury disorders. And your specialty as part of the study is insomnia. In our study, we're comparing online versus in-person cognitive and behavioral treatments of insomnia. The in-person is six sessions. Um, It follows the standard protocol that is state of the science right now for the treatment of insomnia without using medication. The online version we built uh, in collaboration with the National Center for Telehealth and Technology. That one is built very much the same way as the in-person, but it's more automated. The service member can go through on his own at his own general pace, but it's generally once a week. Every soldier will either get in-person or online treatment for their insomnia. A lot of us do suffer from insomnia every once in a while. Why is it different from the soldier or how is it different? The insomnia that we have and the insomnia that the uh, soldier has, particularly the active duty soldier, is, is in many ways very much the same. The difference is they have different environments that they're working in. They oftentimes are living in the barracks. There's a lot of other things that we think might affect how we intervene with them. We've never actually tested these interventions in active duty soldiers. Um, there's been interventions testing the online and the in-person and civilians, which have been very effective, but this, this is the first effort to, to make sure they work in soldiers. Take the soldier who has come back from war suffering from insomnia in that way. I mean, that's got to be a special kind of insomnia compared to what the rest of us are experiencing. Yeah, in some cases it is. Sometimes sleep is a bit more anxiety provoking for them. They've learned that sleep is dangerous, perhaps. They tend to try to be on guard more. There are certain challenges that come with an active duty post-deployed soldier because that's the kind of soldiers we're looking for. It needs to be people that have been deployed. And so there's there's special concerns that we're trying to address in this intervention. And I noticed before you had said no drugs as far as treating the insomnia at this point. Why is that an important part of the study? 
we are not using medication interventions in this study, mainly because they're not as effective as the in-person long-term. Uh, short-term, they're just as effective as the uh, cognitive behavioral methods, but you have to keep taking them, which brings other problems, especially in terms of battle readiness. Now, that being said, we are taking soldiers into our trial who are on medications as long as they've been stabilized for at least a month. How do you help the soldier with the study? Typically, there's a good reason why the insomnia has developed, say, deployment, job stress, home stress, that sort of thing. These are what, you know, help develop the insomnia. But the soldiers often do things that then maintain the insomnia over the long term, things like worrying about sleep, keeping irregular sleep schedules, spending a lot of time in bed, these sorts of things. We work to, with the soldier to address these behavioral issues. We also talk to them about some of the thoughts they have about sleep and the worries they have about sleep. We teach them some relaxation skills that will help them go into sleep better. We use a variety of methods over the course of the six weeks to really teach them how to sleep again. 70% of people who go through this intervention experience significant benefit. Those that get the benefit tend to have 50 to 60% improvement in their sleep. The goal is, is to develop the online treatment and make sure it works. And then hopefully, you know, we can actually provide that to the soldiers while they are deployed. The in-person then is also available when they come back from deployment. Sometimes they do have behavioral health consultants in the deployed setting, but there are bases all over the country. Hopefully we can train the behavioral health consultants across the country and outside of the country to give this intervention to the soldiers where they are when they need it. So how can soldiers become a part of the study? The soldiers need to call the Strong Star offices and speak with Sonia Holloman at 254 226 1320. They can also go to the Strong Star website, strongstar.org. So when they go to the Strong Star website, in the top right hand corner, there's a link for get treatment. They click on that link. The link for our study is, is within the next page, and there's a contact information. The study will be starting in September and will continue to go on for the next three years. So why would you encourage soldiers to take part in the study? Insomnia is a significant disorder. It causes a lot of daytime problems, difficulties with work, difficulties with family, difficulties with fatigue. This intervention works. It's been shown to be very effective in the civilian population. We're very confident it'll be effective in this population. And it's a long-term chronic problem. If, if you've had this problem for at least three months, the chances are you're going to continue to have it for a while after. And the intervention's relatively straightforward. I think they would get a lot out of it. Thank you so much for being with us. I've been talking with Dr. Daniel Taylor from the University of North Texas, Associate Professor of Psychology. We've been talking about his part in the Strong Star Consortium, Insomnia. If you need help or you'd like to get involved in the study, just go to strongstar.org. There's a big red button at the top that says Get Treatment. Just click on that and it will take you to the Fort Hood area studies. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.